This is Plant-Based Briefing. Who would want to be a farmer? The Burden on Mental Health, Part 1, by Jackie Norman at surgeactivism.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan topics with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is a bit longer than that, so it's going to be a two-parter. I'm reading Part 1 today, and Part 2 will be in tomorrow's episode. It's written by Jackie Norman. She's a freelance writer and author of several books, including the cookbook Easy and Delicious Everyday Vegan, released in 2020. Jackie's a member of the nonprofit organization Vegan FTA, where she works as a writer, researcher, and co-host of the podcast Activist, together with husband Gareth Skurr. And it's published in surgeactivism.org, an animal rights nonprofit co-founded by Ed Winters, known as Earthling Ed. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Who would want to be a farmer? The Burden on Mental Health, Part 1, by Jackie Norman at surgeactivism.org. We recently discussed the impact of the violence of slaughterhouse employment on kill floor workers, but what about farmers? Should we feel sympathy for the pressure they face? Jackie Norman, a former cow and dairy farmer turned vegan writer, discusses this difficult topic. While picture books, marketing campaigns, and product labels still insist on depicting a wholesome image of farming days of old, most of us know there is nothing fairy tale whatsoever about a farmed animal's life today. We know the only happy farm animals are those who are simply allowed to be, and not be harmed or exploited in any way for their meat, milk, fleece, eggs, skin, feathers, or reproductive systems. Yet hard as it is to believe, it is not just the animals who suffer in today's skewed and out-of-control animal agriculture industry. A study by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in the U.S. showed that suicide rates in farmers have increased by 40% in the last two decades, and that farmers are more likely to die by suicide than in many other occupations. In one year alone, 83 suicides were registered among people working in agricultural and related trades, including fishing and forestry, in England and Wales. A survey carried out 12 months ago by the Farm Safety Foundation's Mind Your Head found 84% of farmers under age 40 believe mental health is the biggest hidden problem they face, with yet more studies citing anxiety and depression at the forefront of mental health issues in Irish farmers. According to the National Center for Biotechnology Information, the foremost cited influences on farmers' mental health in their extensive research are pesticide exposure, financial difficulties, climate variabilities and drought, and poor physical health or past injuries. Based on these testimonials alone, you have to wonder, who'd want to be a farmer? While there are bad apples in every occupation, if you ask most farmers what made them want to enter the industry in the first place, their answer will almost definitely be the lifestyle, security, pride in feeding their country, or freedom of working in the great outdoors. All the wholesome things the marketing aimed at school leavers proudly promised. Inflicting pain and suffering on innocent beings is not something the average person would ever count in their dream job description. When we read stories or see disturbing footage of farmers brutally beating and abusing defenseless animals in their care with an air of total disconnection, it is impossible to find an ounce of sympathy for those inflicting the abuse, and rightly so. Although there is no excuse, it is important to at least try and understand where this behavior has come from and why it is so common. In delving deeper, it appears even up-and-coming farmers of the last few generations have been fed a fairy tale as to the realities of the industry. What the farming brochures don't tell you 
The following are all examples of stress and other detrimental impacts on farmers' mental health I either witnessed in those around me or experienced myself in almost two decades working on dairy and beef farms. I know many people reading this are not going to want to take any of these on board, much less want to feel any sympathy or consideration, and that is fine, you don't have to. Nonetheless, it is the reality, and just as the enormous majority of us were not born vegan, none of us were born farmers either. Before I fell into the industry, I thought, like many people, that cows just stood in fields and ate grass all day. As for farmers, I didn't even know what they did, but it turned out they did an awful lot. I can still hear my very first boss saying it now. Pressure, Jack, pressure, as he paced around, tearing his fingers through his hair. He said it all the time and tried to make light of it on the outside. On the inside, however, that pressure was unbearable and would regularly boil over and manifest itself in many ways. It could be anything from throwing furniture around when he came home from milking and discovered I didn't remember to put carrots in the spaghetti bolognese, to beating his dog with a fencing standard and breaking many a cow's tail. Those are some milder examples and are all inexcusable, but it came down to that one thing, pressure. The pressure farmers live with each day, particularly dairy farmers, neither can nor should be underestimated. What kind of pressure are we talking about? Milk production, the ultimate goal, the invisible, all-present, and all-consuming milestone, of which is never lost sight. Annual milk production is the gauge farmers and their employers put upon themselves to prove how good they are at their job. Every year has to be better, more than the last. Dairy cows are viewed as, and expected to act like, machines. You turn on the pump, and the milk comes out. This expectation is not only hugely detrimental to the animals, the workers are also caught in that pressure of trying to get a biological being to be a mechanical machine. Ensuring there is enough food to feed these animals all year round and enable them to produce in today's heavily and overstocked operations is another constant pressure. Underfed and undernourished cows will not produce milk, putting any hope of reaching that season's goal at risk. When you are in charge of many animals and a large area of land, you have to be always thinking and planning months in advance. The pressure of where to get food from, how and where to grow it and afford enough rarely if ever goes away. Money. The goal of farming, like any everyday job, is, of course, to make money. What many people don't realize, though, is the more responsibility a farm worker has, the more debt they are also likely to be in. We're talking astronomical debt here, not your average mortgage. Cows are expensive to buy, the land is expensive to buy or lease, and machinery is costly to buy and maintain. Vet bills are always enormous regardless of whether animals are sick or not due to the year-round bulk purchases of vitamins, minerals, and all the other essential supplements it takes just to keep a dairy cow healthy enough to fall and stay pregnant, come on heat again shortly after giving birth, and avoid serious illness and potential death from things such as zinc, magnesium, copper, and calcium deficiency. Mortgages can run into the millions, and you don't even have to be a farm owner to accumulate that kind of debt. In today's climate, however, it is becoming increasingly harder to borrow. Banks are having to look at managing risk more tightly, and with animal agriculture becoming more and more volatile, they're having to look harder at how they account for it, which is another potential nightmare for farmers. You just listened to Who Would Want to Be a Farmer? The Burden on Mental Health, Part 1 by Jackie Norman at surgeactivism.org. 
And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article, where Jackie discusses other issues farmers face, like peer pressure, the unknown, feeling indispensable, isolation, and poor physical health, and then discusses a brighter, animal-free future for farmers. Please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.